Welcome to Marking Out, episode 291. This week, we would like to, first off, before starting the show, acknowledge the passing of uh, Mr. Fuji. He was uh, 82 years old and very unfortunate, well-known uh, in the professional wrestling business. And we also want to acknowledge the passing of Gene Wilder, uh, com- uh, comedic actor at the age of 83. Both huge losses for the world. And um, we're going to have a 10-bell salute. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Uh, you heard earlier, this is episode 291. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. I'm also joined by Dave. You could follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Uh, Dave, how are you? How you doing? I am doing, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How about yourself? I am doing awesome as always. Um, I feel like right off the bat we should talk about Mr. Fuji. Oh, uh, yeah. And Gene Wilder. Yeah, very, very upsetting week. Uh, Mr. Fuji, I mean, I didn't really know him so much as a pro wrestler, but more as a manager, especially for his time with Yokozuna uh, and then like Owen Hart and stuff like that with their little group, but I always I always disliked him. Like he was a great heel manager, especially with his heel tactics. Um, I mean, costing Bret Hart that match at WrestleMania. Always he was throwing the salt in the eyes of his uh, Yokozuna's opponents. Um, just really awesome memories. Yeah, I mean I. I didn't know Mr. Fuji as a kid because I started watching in 97. But uh, my, one of my brothers, one of the people that went to school with my brother used to go up to me and say, oh, my Yokozuna. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like that's where I knew Mr. Fuji from was being called Yokozuna. But, it's kind uh, of upsetting and funny <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, you go back and watch clips of him. Um, I'm, I haven't done so on the WWE Network, but uh, over the past, over the years, you go back and watch some clips of, of him tag-teaming with uh, Toru Tanaka as mm. well as Mr. Saito. And they just have, the, it's just like the, the tactics that they use during the matches. Always with the salt. Always. Fantastic. It's just, it, 
you, you can't you won't see stuff like that these days yeah no that's that's definitely for sure um and then i'm happy that like he i mean he's also a wwe hall of famer and just uh, an amazing career were you old enough for the like the fuji vice stuff or no that was before mm. but i was familiar like uh with him and um Don Morocco. Uh, Morocco, yeah. yeah. I was familiar with it. And then uh, with Gene Wilder, uh, another uh, passing that we've, I know the both of us have been very big fans of his, especially like all of the Mel Brooks films, uh, his films with Richard Pryor, just comedic genius. I mean, right off um, the bat, um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, it's probably really one of good. probably one of the best movies in the world. I mean, all right. So, what if you could pick a favorite movie of his? What would it be? Let's go with top. With, let's go with two movies. Make it better. Honest, I don't know. I, I would. I mean, I, I would. It would be difficult to not pick Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I I don't know what else. Blazing Saddles is a good one. Young Frankenstein. The producers, uh, obviously. I would probably go with Young Frankenstein and See No Evil, Hear No Evil, uh, with Richard Pryor. Yeah, I, know. I think I that have to, I have to see that. I think that movie is hilarious and very unfortunate. And uh, we'd just like to offer our condolences and and uh, thoughts to the families and friends of Mr. Fuji and Gene Wilder. It's uh, it's just unfortunate. Yeah, um, but uh, other than that, how was how was your week? Other than that, everything is going good. Um, everything is well. Good weather, very good weather. No rain or clouds or anything. We had rain. which I'm always good with. We had rain here yesterday. Did you? Yeah, we didn't. I actually just took the took my car to get it washed. Yeah. The car wash. Is it freezing cold up by you? No. At night? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Mm. Maybe it's in the 60s? 70s? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Cause it's, yeah, some of that. It's now, well, no, because now it's September. Summer ends this month. But, but, like, I mean, come on. Everybody says summer ends August. And then the weather starts getting colder and colder. Eh, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I mean, I am excited for Halloween soon. Yeah, but what, like, what really are you excited for about Halloween? What am I really excited for with Halloween? Horror movies. I'm excited for horror movies to be on television. I love horror movies. I have a whole channel devoted to that. <laughs> Which? <laughs> to uh, horror movies? Yeah, I, just, I don't get that up here. I, Actually, I, just, I, I could probably get it on uh, the Optimum website or something. I just, uh, I turned on my, my t- oh, this chair, man, I hate this chair. I really do. But uh, I, I turned on my TV last night and there was a horror movie on. I don't know what it was called or what it was actually about. I caught like the ending of it. And this mm-hmm. chick was in, that, in, the, in the house running from a killer. So she runs outside and she jumps into the pool like that was going to do something. Huh. And then the, the killer came with like a croquet stick or whatever and smashed her head. Like why would you That's... go into the pool? 
Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so my, my week was, was good. Uh, a lot of dealing with Amazon back and forth. Oy face. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, well, I just, I mean, I ordered, uh, I ordered some stuff from Amazon. Um, specifically, I ordered a Zack Ryder action figure, the one with his long tights. Uh-huh. Um, maybe not the, the most favorite of attires of some people, but that's one of my favorite attires. Mm-hmm. It was like a reinvented version of his one-legged tights. But, okay. uh... Yeah, so I ordered it, and it came. The box is all, like, ripped up and stuff. So I, cool. I, I contacted them, and they were like, oh, well, uh, we'll credit you this back, and I will, um, I'll, and you'll just have to reorder it when you get the credit. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll do that. I do it, and I was like, I, I want to be, like, guaranteed that this is going to come in a uh, in like an Amazon box because apparently you yeah you want those. I mean you're paying for it you want it to be in good condition yeah and they came in uh, the 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 first one came in like a, a regular like flimsy envelope type of thing so uh, they were like yes it'll definitely it'll come in the Amazon box or whatever comes also in a an envelope I open it up this card is even worse well I can't even say it's even worse they're both terribly uh-huh. sh- they're both in terrible shape on their own. So uh, I was like, dude, this is ridiculous. I contacted Amazon. They were like, uh, we don't know what to tell you. Honestly, we'll, uh, we'll refund you, but um, maybe try a- another source. I was like, thanks, Amazon. Thanks for having people. Yeah. Are, like, and it, and what, really, what really angers me with that is that they're like, it's like Amazon Prime, like trusted sellers or whatever. And they're selling mm-hmm. it. The, the condition's listed as new. Nothing says anything bad about like the, the packaging. But Amazon's allowing these people to sell their stuff on it. And it's and it's in terrible shape. It's in terrible condition. It's yeah, it should shape. actually be in good... I mean, if you're ordering it, it should be in good condition. It shouldn't be coming to you in such a, in such a way. Yeah. I mean, that's not what you're paying for. Right. But... But... Hopefully they make good on their. Well, I wrong. mean, well, there's nothing they, they refunded me. There's nothing else to make good. I'm not going to order another one. I just have two. Zach okay, Ryder you're not going to try ordering another one. No, nah, I feel stupid doing that because then then the third one comes and it's also in terrible condition, probably. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, and I feel stupid. It's like, what am I supposed to do with these two figures now? Because it's like I, I would feel stupid. Hey, you could always give me one. You could definitely. You could have one. But I feel stupid because it's like I'm not like if the opportunity ever came up again, whatever, to get them signed. I'm not gonna hand them a box that's all beaten, beaten up. Uh huh. I don't understand how people keep their stuff in such terrible condition, and then sell. You should do it. Try it one more time. I mean, I I, I don't you know. Always I have really one autograph and one none unsigned. I I really don't want to. I just I'll rather I'll have his WrestleMania thirty figure signed or whatever hmm. <laughs> I still want to order the uh, elite figure one dude the I still can't believe I still, still 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 cannot believe that that incident I didn't want that one that I cannot I, I like, cannot believe that I, I and I wish I really wish that you I wish I that I wish we were on the same page that night 
because uh, I, I, I because that, came over to look. Dude, that figure is on like people are selling it for like thousands of dollars now. Really? Yeah, really. That's weird. Now you want that one, right? <laughs> yeah. Now I want it. It's like that was like I still like you can never you can't find that that elite figures with uh, the internet championship in stores anywhere. Yeah, you were selling it for what, like twelve dollars? Who? Uh, the figure was uh, probably like seven. Uh, I don't know how much he was selling it for, but like in general, like the actual figure on like sales cost at like Toys R Us or something is probably like twenty bucks around that. Wow. Yeah, I can't believe the increase, the price increase of these action figures. Yeah. I mean, now they're going at nineteen ninety nine. That's why. Yeah, that's why I bought the. The Ryder figure was only it was sixteen ninety nine on Amazon, and I had a ten dollar Amazon gift card. Mm-hmm. So for six ninety nine, yeah, I'll, I'll buy the Zack Ryder figure. Yeah, for normal price. Yeah. Well, the price that it should be, it should be not six ninety nine or even five five ninety nine. Yeah, well, I mean, that's I, how that's, much it used to be. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, didn't it used to be five ninety nine? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I honestly, they weren't that expensive. I don't remember what the the original prices were, but like they used to, I used to get them for like, I mean, nine ninety nine. Let's say, uh huh. Twelve? Did were they ever twelve? I don't know. Double packs were like fourteen ninety nine or something. Yeah, you used to be able to buy them from uh, Rock Bottom too. I I don't I don't remember Rock Bottom. I remember the uh, name. I must have been there. Yeah, they, they were, I remember going into the basement where. Where they had the toys, and they have had on the shelves, um, the like uh, the series one or two, of like Ultimate Warrior and stuff like that for like two or three dollars, I think three ninety nine maybe. Yeah. Uh, back in the day. Yeah. So maybe we should be getting on with this program and talk about some Monday Night Raw. Should we have like a graphic already for that or whatever, a bumper? Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably. I mean, that would be easier for you just to record it. Yeah, but that's probably just even more editing to do. Uh, <laughs> you, you have to stop and stop and delete stuff. Uh, delete uh, 500 times on the program anyways. It's funny because when I – like I almost hate Matt Hardy for it uh-huh. because – Every single time I go to my check my mail, my my email, and like I'm deleting emails, I'm like I find myself in my head saying delete, 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 okay. delete, and I <laughs> like that I don't want that to stick, but it, it's apparently just gonna be a thing. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I it's not gonna on, be obsolete. On on, on uh, what is it, Boston Media during that Rollins. Uh, that title match yeah. with Rollins and Devitt in a Valor. That was weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with Rollins and uh, with Valor, uh, the crowd was chanting delete too. Because I thought, of, I thought that was very funny. They were chanting it at the title. Yeah, at the title. Yeah. That's and it's funny oh. because, yeah, no, I'll, whatever. No, no. And then they have that music video out. Yeah. Well, not yeah. Music video, the Hardy family. I guess you. I wouldn't say it's a music video. I would say they're just playing piano. Rebby's playing piano and singing, and then Jeff sings, Matt sings, and Senor Benjamin sings, and then Maxwell plays piano. Yeah, 
what is it? It's obsolete. Yeah. Yeah, you should definitely go watch that. Because I believe there is a second a, a second final deletion coming. That's what I'm talking about. So that's that should be good. But uh moving back to Monday Night Raw, Corey Graves opened the show with Seth Rollins, uh, Big Cass, Kevin Owens, and Roman Reigns sitting in the ring in a darkened arena with Spotlight. Uh, I thought this was a great opportunity for Big Cass uh, to work the microphone without without Enzo there. I agree. I thought that it was a good spot for him, and I think he did really well with it too. Yeah, there. I mean, there were some like like uh type of lines coming from him, but I, I don't I don't think it was bad by any means. Uh-huh. And uh, Roman Reigns didn't even say anything. It was like the uh, end. He difficult. was he was about to speak, and then uh, boom, attacked Kevin Owens. Rollins went after Cass, and then uh, eventually Roman Reigns stood tall, taking out uh, Roman Reigns. Uh, I mean, taking Roman out Roman Reigns, taking out Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, it'll happen. Trust Soon me. Soon you'll be able to do commentary for <laughs> WWE or a ring announcer. Why is that? Cesaro taking on Cesaro. Is that a thing? Yeah, from like last week, I think. Yeah, so, yeah, so, uh, Roman Reigns took out Seth Rollins. Yeah, they had a nice dinner. It was kind of cool. (laughs) Yeah, it was so beautiful to see the Shield back together for dinner. Yeah, it was very nice. (laughs) But, uh, up next, our first match of Monday Night Raw, we saw Chris Jericho take on and defeat Neville. Uh, when Neville came out first, I was hoping that we would see a tag team match, him teaming up with Sami Zayn again, but unfortunately that didn't happen. But also fortunately, because this match was good. Yeah, it was a good match, and I I love that he brought out the Lion Tamer. Yeah, it was fantastic because, well, first of all, Neville went for that red arrow a second time and landed on his feet when Jericho rolled out of the way and then went to hit a Hurricane Rana. Boom. You thought he was going to lock in the walls of Jericho, but he busted out the Lion Tamer, and I think it's always cool to see the Lion Tamer over the walls of Jericho. I actually think it's better. I, I think love it's a better finisher. Dude, it definitely is. It's, I mean, it goes from a Boston Crab to, like, an actual, like, maybe that can hurt your back. I mean, and then you, he has, like, his, uh, his foot pretty much pressing down on their, their head. It's an awesome submission. Yeah, and it's, uh, I feel like Jericho with like guys like Neville, he pulls out the Lion Tamer over the walls of Jericho more often than, than I guess, if you see him face somebody like Enzo, I guess. I just, I don't know, I guess like those indie guys he feels like a, a connection to. Yeah. Like a, Jap- I don't know. like a Japanese type of connection to. Like, I don't, I don't know if that makes sense, but, like, I don't know how to describe sure. that. Like, Jericho faced Neville in, in Japan. Jericho faced Balor in Japan. So it's, like, it's a match, I guess, that Jericho could picture himself having overseas and being really good. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure Jericho's not thinking that, but it's still, I don't know how, how else to describe it. Yeah. No, I, I can understand, though. This chair. I feel like I should just stand for the show. <laughs> I mean, if that's really what you want to do. I don't want to stand for the show, but I hate I hate when I'm listening to the show and I hear chair noise. But like I know that? What? Like that? No, I don't hear your chair. It's like, it's this. You hear this. You hear those little yeah. creaks and stuff. 
Which I'm happy it's chair noise on this end because on your end, for whatever reason, like you got you got a haunted place. You live in a haunted house. I probably do. Like I don't know if, if at any time on this show you're gonna hear like a cat meowing or you're gonna hear a child laughing and screaming. But I have to say that when we were not recording before that's what I was hearing, and it was freaking me out. And it's still even like talking about it's freaking me out. I mean, I really don't hear anything, and I currently don't hear anything. Yeah, so still. that's that's even more creepy is the fact that I'm hearing ghosts over the internet. So, but uh, after that that match took place, we were we went backstage and saw the new day talking, eating some bootios, and uh, Bailey showed up. And they cheered for her, and she did the WWE tag team, the WWE tag team bit with them. But yeah. uh, she didn't get to finish it because Dana Brooke cut her off and said that she's been talking to the club. And uh, they basically were like, well, bring him. Bring him here. Tell him to bring it or whatever. But I did not like I, – I, I, when I go back and watch the promo, I'm more fine with it. But when it first aired, I, even still, I'm like – Eh, about the promo because Why? because it just reminds me of like when Bailey first debuted in NXT as that like fangirl where she's like, yeah. oh, AJ Lee is here. I'm gonna hug her and everything." I like that. I, I think I think she still kind of does it. Yeah, but I I don't know about that. Like I get that she's on like the new roster and everything, but we've seen her interact with New Day before to the point where I don't I don't get why she'd like mark out for. New Day. I mean, because it's New Day. Yeah, but still, like, she's, like, that's, like, that's, again, that's, like, the blurred lines. Because it's, like, we've seen her on Up, Up, Down, Down and stuff. We've seen her do stuff with New Day before. And then yeah, here, well, here you take me to TV, and it's, like, scripted, obviously. Oh, Bailey, be a fan of New Day. Um, I love it. I am a big fan of it. I think it makes her more relatable for the fans, and it makes her uh, viewed as more of an underdog, which I think she strives at. I don't. I think I don't that see that's it her as, strength. I don't see it as underdog. I think it could be. Well, viewed actually, as kind you know what? Weak. Yeah, no, I could. I mean, I wouldn't say weak. Underdogs aren't always weak. No, but I, I could. I could. If, I don't know. I could kind of see underdog. Yeah. Not fully, but. But uh, after that, we moved on to a women's wrestling match where Nia Jax picked up the victory against Hyann. This seems so pointless. What is this entirely leading to? What is Nia Jax leading to? She hasn't had interaction with really any other Hashtag. main roster superstars. Hashtag flip-flop. Huh? Hashtag flip-flop. Why? Well, I mean, I was saying that since the like after oh, the yeah, second no, I'm, week. I'm fine with squash. I'm fine with squash matches. I'm totally fine with it. But the problem is, you've been doing it for so long now, and what's the build to? I right. mean, get her face to face to someone. And what I what really angered me with this, like just like a slap in the face type of thing, was the commentary when they I, I forget who said it, but they were like. They said something like, oh, Nia Jax is a real threat to the women's division here on Raw. And it's like, how is she a threat to the women's division on Raw when she's only been facing jobbers and yeah. beating them one, two, three? Like, she hasn't 
taken on Charlotte. She has not taken on, uh, well, Sasha Banks injured. She hasn't taken on Alicia Fox, Summer Rae, who those two, where have they been? They're, they're not getting used. She hasn't taken on Bailey or anything. I mean, she's taken on Bailey, yes, in NXT, but that's a different chapter. So I don't see yeah. how she's a threat when she's just squashing jobbers. I'm yeah. I I just want to see this go somewhere and go somewhere quickly. Like, but that's uh, a, that's a thing. Like, where do you take it? I mean, obviously she's going to be in the title hunt, but then it's already so clogged up. I feel like maybe they shouldn't have brought her up. Because you have Bailey, you have Sasha, you have uh, Charlotte, Becky. I mean, you have no, a Becky's lot of SmackDown though. Oh yeah, well played. <laughs> you have a lot of people up there though. I think I think SmackDowns. That was so creepy. I don't know if that's gonna be on the show, man. <laughs> I, can't, I can't take that, man. But uh, and you swear there's no children or anything in your building? No, there's not. <sighs> I don't, man. That's and Why, you said it what. A child. What did you say it was? You before just, you just heard a child. Yeah, dude. <laughs> crazy. I'm. I, dude. I don't know if it's gonna show up on this show. I hope it does, so I don't sound like nuts. But what did you say the 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 building was beforehand, though? You said it was. It a was funeral. a funeral home. So I mean, do ghosts yeah. exist? Maybe. Know. Yell out. Maybe we're gonna become a paranormal. Uh, yeah. Podcast. Welcome back to Marking Out Paranormal Investigation Podcasts. Yeah. Hello, yeah. Where we investigate all of those spooky happenings in the world. Yell out oh. yell out right now, is anyone there? Is anyone there? Good. Oh. <laughs> See, don't don't knock. That's not funny. <laughs> don't try to I mean I already said the get out thing, so but I, that's the thing, though. I mean, I really did hear a voice. I was just joking with Get Out. Show but. me a sign if you are here listening. See, what was that? Did you hit something? No, I'm actually playing a game, which so, I shouldn't be so playing. you did hit something. Oh, I know. I'm on my phone, not near the computer. Okay, well, guess what? When they said, show me a sign, I heard a knock. <laughs> so that's not like that's not fun where did he get a knock from I don't know there was a knock that went oh okay I don't even you know, remember I, I, hear I, was... they could be, I hear spirits could trans, uh, transfer through the uh, computer yeah that's just recordings. I don't know if that's true but maybe it is I don't think it is we'll but I, don't, I don't even remember what I was saying about Nia Jax's match now but uh <laughs> But, yeah, whatever. Moving on from that. I think the women's division on Raw is really, it's just a cluster. It's uh -huh. not. It's just, I mean, SmackDown has it so much more right where everyone's getting used as opposed to three people. Yeah. So. Ain't that the truth. But, uh, or four people, yeah. I should say. But Nia Jax doesn't count in that situation because she's not, she's not grouped in with the other three. Nope. But uh, moving on, we go backstage again, and the club were cutting a promo. And instead of doctors this week, they were in a retirement home. Uh, they spoke about the Dudleys' retirement. Uh, so I guess the Dudleys are actually gone from WWE. Yeah, apparently um, they turned down uh, contracts. Yeah, they have. They already announced more indie dates 
already, so mm-hmm. so uh, we'll never see that Bully Ray character in WWE. But Royal Rumble is around the corner, so who knows? Yeah. Maybe he won't be back. But, uh, yeah, so then they also they spoke about New Day, and uh, Dana Brooke came into the equation as a, a nurse, and and then, like, I mean, she did that the thing with the, the glove snap as if you were going to make a prostate exam joke. Yeah. She's like, she's like, where do we begin? And then, like, snap the glove. Like, who's, Jeez. like, I, I don't under like, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? I was um, so confused and, like, weirded out when they did that promo at the end. Really? Yeah, because what I does think... that mean? That's, like, that's like the like the quintessential, like, oh, you're about to get your prostate checked. Yeah, whenever like, someone does that, I always think of uh, uh, Fletch. Moon River, where uh, Fletch goes in for a prostate exam. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't necessarily Chevy know. Chase. Yeah, okay, right. I, I was like, I'm yeah. going in my head, I don't know what you're talking about, but I do know what you're talking about. But yeah, I, Chevy Chase movie. Yeah, so Good it's movie. like it's like that's like the quintessential thing, and it's like she's going out there to face Bailey as part of a tag team match with New Day. I didn't get it. I got it. I'm fine with it. I don't get why is Dana still with Charlotte? Yeah. Or are they bringing let's, up? Let's get let's get back to that in a, okay. in a second. Um. We saw Sami Zayn take on and defeat Jinder Mahal next. Yeah, um, with that Luva kick. Which I have to ask, did anyone forget Jinder was back in WWE? Yep. Like, I, I understand that these guys were probably being brought back in to put current roster over. Uh-huh. But would it really hurt for them to come back and be stars? What if, yeah. Like, I like Rhino. Rhino came back or whatever. Like... He would have the NXT run and everything, but he came back. Now he's in the tag team title hunt. But you got a guy like Kurt Hawkins coming back. Also, is he just going to be like thrown to who's on SmackDown? That's not in a feud. I don't know. Is he just going to be like um, thrown to Apollo Cruz or something to to make him look good? Or are they actually probably. coming back to make stars out of these guys? I don't know. Jinder Mahal, somebody that we were, we had so high hopes for. But that's just—it's not—it's not a thing anymore. He's—he's he's not on Raw, and when he is, he loses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you pretty much know already what you what to expect with it all. Yeah. So, next up, you had uh, good old Shane. Uh, no, yeah. Nope. Uh, what's next? Bailey. Oh, Bailey. I thought we covered that already. Nope. Oh, we we just covered the uh, setup to it. Um, next up, Bailey and New Day picked up the victory over Dana Brooke in the club. And, uh, yeah, so Charlotte was yeah. on commentary here. And they were asking her about Dana Brooke and everything. And they were asking her about Bailey. And she was saying how Bailey is, she was like, oh, I'm not going to take anything away from Bailey, basically. And, uh, they said something about Dana Brooke. And she was like, maybe Dana Brooke is on the, is on the fall or something. Mm-hmm. So it's like, she's like, She's with Dana, but then at the same time not with Dana. I, I don't get it if this doesn't go into a Dana Brooke versus Charlotte feud. Yeah, that's. I mean, even before when Bailey debuted, that's. A, I thought Dana was going to be the person that attacked Charlotte and like she changes into a face or whatever. Uh huh. But uh, that didn't happen, and if it's not going to lead to Dana versus Charlotte, that's dumb. Just like 
It's it's still it's just like that Becky and 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 Charlotte type of thing where Becky just kept like, oh no, I am gonna be friends with Charlotte. She's she's turning her her back on me, but like I'm still yeah, gonna then, stick there. Yeah, yeah. And it's like how many times does Charlotte have to make fun of Dana Brooke before Dana Brooke is like? I can nah. definitely see Dana Dana Brooke turning on Charlotte when she faces Bailey or Sasha Banks. But it's still, like, one of those things, like, I, I don't even care to see Dana Brooke. Yeah. Which... She doesn't have a draw. I should, Well, no, I just still think she should be in NXT. Uh-huh. I don't know, I just don't see the draw factor to, uh, to watch her. But uh, as far as this match goes, I liked, I liked the interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that Bailey partook in the Unicorn Stampede. And hit the drop kick on Carl Anderson, I believe. Yes. So it's like it's that's that to me is that's refreshing to see in WWE. Yeah. Because when I like agree. you don't really oh you don't it's been a while since we've seen a woman do any kind of move to a man. Yeah, and it was it was a good spot too. They had the trombone going too at the same time. Yeah. And the crowd loved it. So next up. He had Sheamus pick up a victory over Cesaro, bringing this series, the best of series, seven series, to a 2 nothing, uh game right now. Cesaro, uh, Sheamus is in the lead. I'm wondering if they're going to have Cesaro lose the third match as well and then come back strong with four wins. Now, would it be crazy for me to say that I hope that happens? But then on the other hand, that would be weird because... I don't also don't want it to go to the full seven. I mean, it has to at this point. I I don't. I mean, it doesn't have to at this point, but that's four straight wins for Sheamus in a row, right? What do you mean? Like Sheamus would win four in a row, or is that he could lose next week and then win and then? Yeah, I mean, as long as you get to a, a seventh match. I mean, I would be okay well, you if just said, swept Cesaro, too. You just said you didn't want to see a seventh match. No, I, I don't want to see the seventh match. Right, so then it would have to be four straight wins, no? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so. And I, that's, like, to me, if Sheamus wins four matches in a row, that I don't understand that at all, then. I, I wouldn't understand it at all, but I also, I don't know, I feel like I wouldn't care. Dude, and they they did. I think they are saying that the winner gets a title shot. Yeah. So Cesaro versus Kevin Owens for the Universal Championship. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Not to jump ahead or anything, but maybe. Hey, it could happen. So I, in this match, though, I liked uh, Sheamus when he was complaining about his elbow, and the referees like checking on him and everything. And Cesaro was like, "I don't care. I'm just gonna go in and hurt his elbow." And he yeah. kept he kept working that elbow, so that's cool. And then I liked basically. I like the back body drop. Yeah, I was going to say basically what ended the match was Sheamus hitting a back body drop to Cesaro into the ring post, which I, that like I, that's that kind of hurt. Yeah, I don't know how they do stuff like that. That has to hurt. But yeah, that was that was a good spot. And then yeah. they then they reported that Cesaro was injured, so I don't know. Oh, they did. Yeah, but I don't know if it was like storyline injury. Uh-huh. So, but uh, up next, we saw Braun Strowman take on and defeat Americo. 
Which I have to say, I was so disappointed and relieved in the same split second because uh-huh. uh, disappointed because I I literally thought that was Aerostar in the ring, and uh, relieved because then Braun Strowman's music hit, so that would have had to have been Aerostar being basically a jobber in a squash match against Braun Strowman. So luckily it wasn't, but at the same time I was disappointed that it wasn't him. Yeah. But yeah. uh, what do you think about the unmasking? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that was like uh, that would have weird. to have been planned though, right? Like that's not. Dude, yeah. I mean, the guy probably never wore his mask. Um, what do you mean? Probably he's not a real lucha. Yeah, he works in, in a company in Texas. He's not. He's not like a Mexican or a Spanish person. I mean, I wouldn't expect it. To, I don't think he wrestles under a mask, though. Yeah, I believe he wrestles under a mask and under that gimmick, Americo. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh? How he wouldn't have that mask if he wasn't? I don't know. You could get anything backstage. Yeah. It could have just been like, "Hey, put this on." No, I'm pretty sure he wrestles as a legit person in in Texas, as opposed to a fake person. No, as opposed to uh, a made-up person like. Jack Swagger when he was under a mask or Miz under a mask or something. Mm-hmm. I think Swagger was under a mask. E- I don't know. I but, don't know. But this is just like Nia Jax. It's like, where is this leading to? Yeah. If it's not going to lead to somebody like an unknown person coming up to face Braun or Nia Jax to like get them over, uh-huh. like some unknown person, like if like Mata debuted. Who? Mata from Tough Enough. Oh, yeah. Like, if he came up as a, an opponent for, for Braun Strowman and, and actually defeated Strowman. He's not Strowman. Signed, Yeah, he is. I thought he was released. No, he's in the PC. You sure? Yep. I thought he, I thought he was released a I while ago. I don't think so. I didn't think he was still with the company. I think he's with them still. I'm pretty huh. sure we saw pictures of him recently. So, Maybe. uh... I'm I'm not sure, but if that's not where these two matches, and it's so stupid that you're gonna have two squash matches week after week on the same show. Like I get, yeah, you're like filling out time and stuff, but where it's not leading to anywhere, it's not doing anything for me. I said this after the second week. Now you'll join me in my words. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. So, next up, you had Paul Heyman and Stephanie McMahon. Uh, Starting off in the ring, Paul Heyman paying the fine of Brock Lesnar. $500. All in singles. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't get the point of this. Me neither. And it's then like, I just, Paul it's Heyman like, apologized at the end. And then she accepted. Yeah. Which is like, it's clearly like oh, she doesn't care about Shane type of thing. But in the same sense, I just want to forget about Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton. And they won't let me. They will, they will not let this go. They really are trying to torture you. And speaking of torturing me, up next we saw Darren Young defeat Titus O'Neil. Uh, to which I have to ask, why is this still happening? Why is it? I, I don't know. I don't have a good answer. I don't understand where this could be going to outside of Backlund joining Titus O'Neil. But even still, where does that take Titus? 
I don't know. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, I don't know. Darren Young rolled up Titus O'Neil here where he didn't even, like, try and struggle to get out. And I think the best part happened after the match when Titus uh, attacked both Darren Young and Bob Backlund. Yeah. And also, going back to that Paul Heyman thing that just I just remind, reminded myself of, you know what really pissed me off in that promo? Is how, that? how scripted it sounded. Yeah. It's like talking smack, that, that thing with uh, with Daniel Bryan and Miz. Uh-huh. Sure, it might have had like uh, like a, an outline, but there was no real script to it as as per the, the sheets. That was fantastic. This, I'm seeing Stephanie McMahon mouth the words coming out of Paul Heyman's mouth. Yeah. Well, that's what they do. But it's like you could just see like what's so scripted. Like that's not, I don't, I don't, that's the, I don't know. I've just, it just like, it's as if they don't try at that point. Mm. And I'm sure they're very hard at work trying. Uh, you can admit right now that there's a fire engine though, right? Yes, I do hear fire. Okay. Engine. That's so weird that you can hear fire engines, but you don't hear like children laughing when I, uh, uh-uh. could you, you hear imagine? Fire engines could, and then could, I hear a dog. You do hear a dog? Cause I don't hear a dog. Yeah, howling a little bit, but you may have stopped. Usually there's a dog that howls at the uh, fire engine that uh, drives by. Well, speaking of howling at fire engines, the new Universal Champion was crowned on Monday Night Raw. Big pop pump Yeah, holler if you hear me. Kevin Owens picked up the victory against Big Cass, Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins. Um... Like I said in the beginning portion of Monday Night Raw, I think this was a great opportunity for Big Cass to shine on his own. I thought this match was great. Yeah, I thought he did a great job. I thought Owens did an amazing job. The crowd was behind both of them. I, I really uh, I, I, that I, big boot that Cass did. Yeah, I really like that. That I'm going to start calling that a Cactus Jack big boot because that's why. Because I mean that's what Cactus Jack would do with the with his uh, clothesline. He would, yeah. he would clothesline people out of the ring, and he would take himself out as well. So I, I'm pretty sure we've seen Cass do this once before, but, I mean, there's there's no – I don't know what else to call it. Uh, it you know, it's so such a smooth transition, and it's it's an awesome – it looks awesome. Yeah. Um, but uh, Kevin Owens eliminated Kevin uh, – not Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens eliminated Kevin Owens. He eliminated Big Cass, and uh, then – out of nowhere, Triple H came out and pedigreed Roman Reigns on the outside of the ring. Lifted him up, tossed him in the ring, lifted up Seth Rollins, and he goes, bro, do it. Tossed Rollins in, Rollins, one, two, three, Reigns got eliminated. And uh, Triple H went to grab Kevin Owens to pedigree. First of all, Triple H puts Kevin Owens back in the ring and then lifts him up as if he was going to go pedigree Kevin Owens, but turned and hit a pedigree on Seth Rollins. The crowd went nuts. It was the crowd, awesome. The, first, the crowd went nuts when he hit the pedigree on Roman Reigns. You see, John Stewart, this is how it's supposed to be done. Yeah. And and I like how you did it with that chair. And then the, But like, is this going to hurt Kevin Owens and Triple H? Because so, uh, many, so many people did not want to see Roman Reigns as champion, and then so many people were so happy to see Kevin Owens as champion. Are people, like, is he going to be able to get that heat? I'm sure he will. 
I don't know why I even asked that. He always yeah. ends up getting heat. So I'm. Sh- it was a fantastic ending, a fantastic match. Um, I guess it kind of sucks for Rollins and Balor in this situation that nobody cared about the championship. Like nobody was negatively booing towards it. Nothing of the championship took away from the match. Mm-hmm. As opposed to SummerSlam. Yeah. But uh, I'm happy for Cass in this situation. I'm happy for Kevin Owens in this situation. Oh, yeah, I agree. And I I was a big fan of the match, too. Yeah. So, all right. That is Monday Night Raw. But uh, very happy that Kevin Owens is Universal Champion. Yeah. Should, I we, think sh- a- should we save that for outside the ring news? or? Um, we can. Okay. We can do that. Uh, next up, let's talk about some SmackDown. Yeah, Miz and Maurice open the show. Uh, Miz basically cutting the promo uh, based off of Talking Smack. And uh, again, I thought this promo was fantastic. Ziggler came out, basically said that Miz just wants to be famous, and that's why he's in WWE. Miz was like, oh, I'm, I'm the coward because... I didn't get my start on the independent sh- on the independent scene and bingo halls and this and that. And I actually like I got my start from WWE and became famous that way. Who do they call for this? Who do they call for that? Who do they call for this? And it was just like it was such an intense promo. And uh, and and Ziggler is basically like, if you want to prove prove right now that you're not a coward, face me, fight me right now. Miz Miz took off his uh, jacket, got out of the ring. And then went to go back in, and Maurice held him back. So I thought that I thought this was a great segment. Yeah, it just it to me it kind of sucks that Ziggler's always going to be in this kind of spot. It, it is unfortunate, but I'm also getting tired of Ziggler. I don't know if it's just me, but I'm getting worn out of Ziggler. I don't want to really see much of him right now. I know I'm not getting like tired of Ziggler. I just think that what they're doing with him is just they're using him as like a stepping stone type of situation. Uh-huh. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just that, like Ziggler said in his intense promo against Dean Ambrose, is that he's never going to be the guy. Like, that was his time during SummerSlam, whatever, to step up to prove that he can be that guy. Um, and then, like, as far as WWE's trust in him or whatnot, it's just, I don't know. I mean, he's not the champion. But as far as him being the guy, he's clearly one of the guys to go to to get somebody else over. Not to say that Miz wasn't over himself. I, I think Miz is is a fantastic worker, and I'm sh- I don't know if people listening to this agree or not. I know you agree. We've said this a million times. But uh, moving on from that, the very first match of the evening, we saw the Hype Bros. Defeat the Vaude Villains to advance in the tag team title tournament. Thank goodness. This was, this was super shocking to me. Yeah, I mean, last week we were predicting, well, at least well, I was predicting that the Vaude Villains were going to pick up the victory. I was more so, I think all the uh, final four will be face tag teams like to actually go for the titles and be like, I'm going to be champion. Oh, I'm going to be champion, which is super weird right now because I look down and I'm wearing this shirt. With Daniel Bryan and Kane saying, I'm the tag team champion. All, all I did was think about Uncle Magic. Oh, well, that's... <laughs> I mean, that's because of that, though. Yeah. No, I'm the one that kids wanted their children's birthday party. 
or whatever. Oh, Uncle Magic. Which uh, he might be booked for a certain cooking video. Oh, snap. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Could you imagine? 2017, going to be a big year. It's 2016, bro. Yeah, next year. Yeah, why would I book him a year in advance for a cooking show? Yeah, popular. But, yeah, so uh, I'm happy that the hype bros moved on. And, uh, yeah, it's still still a surprise. Yeah, very awesome. Very happy. Do you see them uh, going all the way, though, now? No, I told you who's going all the way. It's got to be Heath Slater. It's got to be Rhino. Yeah. So up after that, we saw AJ Styles cutting a promo about winning the WWE Championship. Um, and obviously, again, how he beat up John Cena. But uh, Apollo Crews cut him off. This, I guess, spawned from a backstage thing that they had like prior to this. And uh, Apollo Crews is like, guess what? I went to, I was going to say the authority. What would you call them? They are the authoritative figures of SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. So Cruz went to management, I guess you would say. And he's like. Yeah, we we can go with the management, the booker man. Yeah, he goes, goes, we got a match tonight. So, and it's, it's right now. Which took place, and AJ Styles picked up the victory against Apollo Crews. Um, this was a good match. This was like it's crazy that we've never seen AJ. Do right there, come on. What? Dude, right there. You didn't hear a kid, a kid yelling. No, I'm trying to listen to you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop it right here, and we'll be right back. <laughs> okay, so we're back. Little cut just there. Uh, David now did hear. You guys can clearly hear. On the show, a child yelling. There are no children in the vicinity. Mm-mm. So, nope. so that's just creepy. And yeah, that was weird. But what I was gonna say is that it's weird that we've never seen Uha Nation versus AJ Styles before on like the independent scene at all. Uh, mm. I, at least I don't believe that we have. I'm unsure. But uh, this was I a good. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. But this was a good match, and uh, it was. It was fun. Uh, I like AJ Styles dove off the uh, off the middle ro- off the middle rope and uh, Apollo Cruz literally caught him, like and then hit the Samoan drop. I don't know how anyone could be that strong to do that. He's he's powerful. Yeah, it's like that's like I I don't know who else who else does stuff like that. Mark Henry's he's a huge guy. Big Show does stuff like that. Uh, Apollo Cruz is like not to say he's a tiny guy. He's no, like, but he's not Mark Henry size. Right. And it's just like, that's like one of the craziest things that his strength is just, he could catch somebody mid-air and hit and, and pop him up for a Samoan drop. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. Fantastic signing by WWE to have Apollo Crews there. Yeah. I just hope, and that's like, and I'm watching this match, by the way, I'm just going through my head thinking like, damn, this guy could be champion in WWE someday. Mm-hmm. I think so. At some point, maybe. Yeah. At some point, maybe. Um, actually, I don't... Hello, you didn't hear a kid yelling again? Uh-uh. A kid just yelled no. Talking. A kid literally just yelled no. So, you heard a ghost kid does not want Apollo Crews to be champion well, of WWE. Yeah, I guess that, that will not happen now. Um, I don't know. Maybe I don't see him as WWE champion. I would like to. That's like... That's a, everyone complained like, oh, how could Rey Mysterio be champion, blah, 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 and like smaller guys. How could Daniel Bryan be champion? But Daniel Bryan turned it around big time for, for guys like Apollo Crews, guys like Kalisto. So just 
I mean, hopefully someday we'll see another guy that's not as big as, I mean, not that Dean Ambrose is like a muscle guy or anything, but, and the same thing with Kevin Owens. Yeah. So there's, there's definitely a new leaf that turned in WWE. But uh, up next, after that match, we went to Heath Slater's trailer, where Renee Young interviewed him, and uh, Rhino was there, and and Heath Slater's wife, quote-unquote, wife was there. Uh, I need you to talk about this, because my thoughts are, like, null and void. I... I have to say, uh, first, I was when when this was airing live, I did text you, or I wrote to you on Facebook. I was like, "Dude, you're gonna love this segment." And then they introduced his wife, and I was like, "Nope, never mind. You're gonna hate this segment." Yeah. So you, I mean, I want to hear your feelings first. All right. Well, at first, obviously, I was a huge fan of it, right? And then, as we progressed, they introduced the wife, but I was a fan of that too. I thought it was very comedic. Um, I thought that it was. Funny. I thought Renee Young, uh, she was very awkward during it. I loved Rhino during this. I mean, he didn't say a word. He was just playing with his uh, whiz cheese, the cheese whiz. And then I also like that when they introduced the uh, Rhino, he was just, I think, he was just staring out, out a window. window. Yeah. Like I don't know. Maybe he was hiding in the in the uh, curtains. It, it looked I, like Rhino looked like he was in like witness protection. Yeah, I it was it was just weird but funny. Also, if uh, just to not be on this subject for a second, if there's anyone listening to this that does paranormal activity investigations or anything, and you could take this audio footage and like bump it up or whatever and, and make it clear to hear what this kid is yelling, because he just yelled again during the Heath Slater segment. So, or she? Uh, I'm assuming it's a he. Ooh, I don't know if you want to assume on ghosts. It may attack you for that. Yeah, I don't know about that. But, uh, yeah, it, it made me... The, the ultimate part of this segment, I, I enjoyed that it's comedic and everything, but it's it goes back to that thing. It's just like, I tweeted out during SmackDown, I was like, this is what, this is what South Park made fun of. Yeah. So it's like... It, I, I see what you're talking about with that. And, and the, the whole the, the segment just left me wanting to, to have Cheese Whiz. I haven't had that in years. I don't know if I've ever had... Everyone's had cheese whiz. And oh. by my cheese whiz, I mean canned string, cheese strings or whatever, the, the whiz that he was using from a can. Yeah, I don't because think I've ever had that. I, 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 I assume I've had it. Now I don't know. I've definitely had cheese whiz from like a jar. They put that on uh, Philly cheesesteaks. But I, I would assume I've had it from a, an aerosol can. Or I don't know if I've ever had. I don't know. Always looks good though. I don't know. And then uh, Rhino doing this the sad face. For yeah, on the cracker. Yeah. Dude, and then it left me wanting to eat saltines too. <laughs> yeah, it, it did look pretty good. Yeah. But uh, so. moving on from that back, well, not backstage, wherever one single trailer segment to a uh, promo out in the arena bowl. We saw Bray Wyatt cutting a promo on Randy Orton. Which I do not understand why this is going to be a thing, because it's like I am why, highly upset that this is going to be a thing. Because highly. I just think it's because Orton was badly beaten by Lesnar, so well, why? We, uh -huh. we also I was going to say why should we expect Randy Orton to be able to defeat Bray Wyatt? Well, we knew that this was going to be a feud, anyways. 
I mean, from, uh, what is it, from the, before the last pay-per-view, they, remember when I told you that they had a few matches already announced? Uh, they were going to do Del Rio versus Kane, uh, and Orton versus Bray Wyatt was one of those. Yeah. So, we knew it was coming, but still, we don't want it to. Yeah, but now it's, it's here. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's, but yeah. but uh yeah so Orton came out and Bray was like Randy I'm the Brandy he goes wait why did you yell that I don't know from what though what would you what'd you yell it from I don't this know maybe kid, South Park this can you yell out in your house kid stop I actually just heard a kid did you yeah. so what the heck man <laughs> <laughs> so it's not a ghost hold on. Well, what are you holding on for? Yeah, no, I can confirm there's there's people outside. Outside of your window or something? No, outside of the apartment. Like? On ground floor. Oh, that makes us, well, disappointed and uh, relieved at the same time. <laughs> Until <laughs> next time on uh, Ghost Inspectors. Yeah, do, 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 do. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Bray Wyatt was basically like, no, no, Randy. I am the predator now. And, uh... What? what? Huh? You know, I am the captain now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I never saw that movie. Yeah, I liked good? it. I enjoyed it, yeah. But, uh, and like, and then part, parts of this promo, I could appreciate when, like, Randy Orton spoke about 2004 and 2005 with Cactus Jack and Undertaker and stuff, but I do not need to hear about 2016 Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't, and then to, to end the segment the way it ended, I absolutely hated that. Yeah, where Randy Orton went to go attack Bray Wyatt, and then Bray Wyatt's like the Wyatt family buzz thing went off, and then all of a sudden, they just literally just moved on to talking about the women's match. Yeah, like where did Randy Orton go? Where did Bray Wyatt go? I don't know. I like Bray Wyatt's new look and everything, but I don't like the storyline or anything that's going on with it. But if you are interested in any paranormal activity, go check out uh, Stephen Jay's podcast, Ghostcasters. Wow. Uh, it's pretty good. Friends of mine. Uh, weekly podcasts talking about supernatural and paranormal horror. Just, just let them know that we thought we had one. They're yeah, right. I'll have to let Jay know about this. And it turns out I am afraid of those ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Brandon is afraid. I'm not like, I mean, that would be freaky to encounter a ghost. Yeah, it would. Because it's like, what, what are they doing do? here? I don't know. I, I, I might, I like, I could see myself maybe crying. Because <laughs> like, what do you do in that situation? You Like, I have no, like, you're not, emo- you can't be, no matter what, you can't be emotionally prepared to see a ghost. There's what no way. What do you way. think a ghost looks like? I, that's, there's, I'm, I don't know. Like, is it like a... Like a ooh, ah, that's I don't know. Does it look like? Do they uh, have? Do they have feet? Do they float or do they walk? I have no idea. Do they look like their human self? I have no clue. That's just not a question I can answer. You'll have to check out your friend's podcast to. Can they talk? I don't know. Yeah, you see that stuff on the sanctuary had that that act that 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 what I don't know what it's called. It translates into words and stuff. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Jay, his, you can go to facebook.com slash ghost 
Casters Podcast. And go check out HTTP, yada, 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 ghostcasters00.libsyn.com. So well, glad you could hear the child now as well. But uh, <laughs> moving on to Alexa Bliss and Natalia defeating Becky Lynch and Naomi. Uh, Nikki Bella was on commentary here. Yeah. Uh, I think basically the, the main point to take from this is the fact that Carmella jumped the barricade and attacked Nikki during this, which I thought was fantastic again. It was, it, I, I didn't expect that. Like I saw her, I saw them show the angle of her jumping out of the, mm-hmm. of the crowd, but I, what they're doing. For a with, moment I thought that she lost her balance on, when she was standing on the barricade. Afterwards? Yeah. She looked like she almost fell. But even with that, yeah. like when she stepped up to go back onto, well, to step up onto the barricade in the first place, she used Nikki Bella to step uh, on her. I thought that was fantastic. What they're doing with Carmel is great. Yeah. I think it's important that they did do this really quickly. Yeah. As opposed to letting her just hang. And I think that they're, they acted really quickly and it's doing good. Yeah. Doing and good. Alexa Bliss uh, used. Becky Lynch's tights to to roll her up and get the victory there. So, yeah. So second match, uh, tag team match for the tournament took place. Heath Slater and Rhino picked up the victory over the returning Headbangers. Last week, um, last week, Mosh and Thrasher both both posted to their Facebook pages that they were going to be on SmackDown this week. Yeah, so you had that spoiler. Which I marked out for. And then WWE confirmed it on Tuesday, which I was like, oh, that's kind of disappointing that they, like, officially confirmed it. Even though I was still pumped to see the headbangers. But uh, it was kind of uh, of disappointed with some things. I did. All right, so let's start off with the pop. They got, uh, I mean, they did not get a pop. I didn't think they got the... A loud reaction that you thought that they were going to get, but it's—I mean, there's a lot of factors that contribute to that. Is the fact that they got treated basically like enhancement talent. They had no entrance video. They had no well, real mini trial. Weren't they? Wasn't that what they were brought in for? Yeah, but like, that's like as if Too Cool came back. You wouldn't give them Too, too Cool wouldn't have their music. Uh-huh. Of course, they would have their theme song. Yeah. Of yeah, course, of course they would have that. a Minitron. Of course they would have a, a Titantron. The Headbangers have a Titantron. That's a note. Like, of course they have. They just played out a tribute package. Like a get-to-know-the-Headbanger type of thing before was, before the match. I was about to say, they played their theme song during that tribute package, too. You can't play it during the and they come actual... Out, they come out. No entrance video, no Minitron, no theme song. So, that I don't, that I don't understand. That makes no sense whatsoever to me. I mean, at that rate, you could have brought in anyone, any tag team, to do this uh, job. But like that, that makes no sense. Like, what other tag team would you bring in? Like, no matter what other tag team you brought in, they should have had both things. I agree. I think that in not doing it, you, I'm saying like in not doing it, I think they could have brought in anybody, and it would have been the same. It wouldn't have made a difference. Like, who else? Who's like an old tag team aside from Too Cool that I already na- that I didn't name? Uh, the Godwins. I mean, I don't know <laughs> if they. I don't know. That's like. Why? I don't know, cause like, what is? Isn't their theme song? Wasn't that just like? Oh, uh, they had pigs squealing. 
But they also had banjo music too. I don't remember. I don't know. That's what I thought. There at first, I did think it was pig squealing, but I think they also might have used hillbilly Jim hillbilly Jim theme song as well you know, as had their own theme song as well. So I don't remember. You know who would have gotten a huge reaction? Mean Street Posse or Barry Horowitz and Hakushi. Hakushi, they tagged up. Yeah, they used to be a tag team, and they came out to Haba Nagila. I didn't know that. Well, I knew yeah. Haba Nagila was Horowitz's theme song, but... Yeah. Yeah, so I was disappointed with that, and uh, but I was, still, I was still excited to see them wrestling again in WWE. It was cool. They, they did the, the stage dive and everything. They were doing all that. It looked spot on. Yeah, they were doing their, their, their headbanging stuff, their taunts and everything, which really, like... Deep down, I was like, damn, I wish they were in the video game. I would love to play as Masha Thrasher if they had, like, the proper moves and proper taunts and everything and proper I theme. I was surprised that nobody's ever done, like, a move similar to the stage dive. That's an awesome double-team move. Very Definitely, awesome move. There had to be other people that do something like that. I don't know. Not but, too sure, but I don't, it doesn't ring a bell. I wouldn't be opposed to seeing uh, the Headbangers down in NXT doing stuff with the talent. Work with the tag teams. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe because those two, they play right off each other. Say that again? And they, play, they play right off each other. In and what? they play off the crowd. What do you mean? Uh, with, their play, like, uh, with their taunts and everything like that. Oh, yeah. And I think another reason why... Uh, the pop wasn't as loud as it could have been was because they were facing Rhino and Heath Slater. And, and Heath Slater, for whatever reason, I'm, well, I'm, I should say for whatever reason, because I, since day one, have been a fan of Heath Slater. Um, but for, for whatever reason, in current day WWE, there was like a, a, a switch that was flipped. That since that draft thing, that draft, him not getting drafted got him so over. And you, at first, hate, didn't like this, right? I still didn't like it, the fact that... You still don't like it. Because it, it, it pissed me off. It did. Because it's like... To me, that's like, oh, you guys are stupid. We're going to do this type of thing. Like, oh, how could... Like, we forgot him, but, like, you you clearly didn't. Yeah. So... I don't know how to describe it. But I, I like the whole, like each week trying to get a contract and then him and Rhino tagging up. It was like, it was heartwarming that, uh -huh. that last week. So hopefully they'll go all the way and win the, the SmackDown tag team championships. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, I also, I mean, you know what? Yeah. I want to see them win it over American alpha. I also liked when, uh, Rhino dragged Heath Slater to the to the corner to get tagged into the match so he could win it for them. Yeah. And also it was odd. I don't I mean Oh he yeah, he got busted open by Thrasher. I think it was Mosh. Was it Mosh? Maybe think, it was Yeah, think, maybe it was Mosh. I think Mosh busted both of them open. That's not good. Yeah, but Yeah, I, I think he busted Rhino open when he went when he knocked him off the apron. Yeah, that's when it happened. And then also when Mosh did like the triangle dive clothesline. Uh -huh. To Heath Slater. Heath Slater was had like a bloody nose or lip or something. Did he? I, uh, yeah, he was busted open too. Jeez. All right. Uh, next up, you had the Milkman and Kane. Yeah, Gary the Milkman Millman or whatever cut a promo, which was just super confusing. 
Like, I did not, I did not know what was going on here. Yeah. Especially they were, like, talking, um, AJ Styles was on commentary uh, about to have Baron Corbin versus Dean Ambrose. And then this guy was just in the ring cutting a promo and then took all all, all of his clothes off and stripped down to tidy whiteies. And, uh, like, it, it could have been something cool if, like, again, we, like, I kind of spoke about it with Nia Jax and Braun Strowman where, like, like if he was an unknown guy and he somehow mm. debuted and, like, this was him, like, getting over, like, making his, like, strong debut where, it's, like, Kane came out or whatever and then Gary the Milkman defeated him. But yeah. This was just confusing. I did not understand it. I, I don't know. Kane came out and choke slammed him, and that was it. Yeah, that's all she wrote. I, I still, I have no, I don't get it. Nah, me either. But something I did get is the main event. Uh, Corbin picked up the victory over Dean Ambrose by disqualification. Also, uh, on the way down to the ring, Baron Corbin and Kane had a stare off between each other. Yeah. So I don't know if that's going to lead anywhere. Now, I believe, wasn't Kane more, uh, the, the last person that he eliminated, Corbin? I think something like that. He, I feel like he was one of them in the, uh, actually, the Giant Memorial tour, uh, Battle Royal. I think so. So I would be interested to see what happens with that. I do like Corbin. I do want to see more, so that would be cool. I don't um, the, the I mean over the the Kalisto the Kalisto promo was good at SummerSlam. Yeah. Um and then here the only the, what I enjoyed from this was when uh they were outside of the ring and AJ Styles like tried to get into Corbin's face like stay on him stay on him and Corbin turns around and goes I'll do what I want and then like they were like oh you better back up and he goes you better back up and that's when Ambrose like shoved Corbin into AJ Styles, but yeah, I, I like that segment. And then uh, the, that's when the the match ended. After a little later on, when uh, AJ Styles hit the Enziguri by mistake to Corbin instead of Ambrose. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then SmackDown had a very odd ending. Very odd ending where AJ was climbing to the top rope and got knocked off by oh, Ambrose. Oh yeah. Landing on the rope and completely overselling that rope spot. But I mean, was, I think they told him to. Yeah, it obviously. Spot. It was it was inter it was inter. I don't know. Interesting. I was gonna say it was interesting, but uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. That was I. Yeah, it was interesting. It really was. Yeah. Like what? I don't. Why? What? Like what was the point of overselling stuff like that? For fun, for the laughter, for I don't know. I can only see it for the laughter and the fun of uh, the audience members and the fans. Yeah, but uh, that was SmackDown, and uh, do you want to? Yeah, let's go to the NXT and Cruiserweight Classic. Okay. Yeah. WWE NXT took place this week. Uh, last week, Ty Dillinger faced Wesley Blake. Uh, this week, he defeated Buddy Murphy. So it's still like anything you could do, I can't do better still between the two of them. Not really working out for him. No. Which uh, is still like, I don't know what they're doing with Blake and Murphy, but. i still not interested by them. Oh, uh, a lot of, lot of accidents there today, huh? Yeah. 
unfortunate. Uh, Steve Cutler picked up the victory over Kenneth Crawford. Kenneth Crawford was from the Cruiserweight Classic, right? Sounds familiar. I think he was. Uh, and then uh, No Way Jose picked up the victory against Angelo Dawkins. And Liv Morgan picked up the victory over Aaliyah. Yeah, so hopefully there's more, some more good stuff coming from NXT. Yeah. A lot, a lot of spots open to shine. Yeah, a lot of the opportunity is there. Yeah. Who's going to take it? So next up, you had the Cruiserweight Classic. Graham Metallic picked up the victory over Akira, Akira Tozawa. I was so shocked at that. I am too, yeah. I thought Akira was going to be going to the finals at but least. But I was so happy because that was that match was fantastic. It really was. And when uh, Graham Metallic had him up for like that the screwdriver move that he does, uh, I forget. I keep forgetting what it's called. But uh, and and Tazawa was like wiggling off. I was like, oh, he's not going to be able to hit it. And then he hits yeah. it. And then one, two, three. It was fantastic. Even like even the uh, the slow. Was it the metallic driver? Yeah, but I don't know what like the actual move is called. It's like the Samoan uh, driver. Yeah. Samoan driver is that what it is? I don't know. But uh, when Tazawa hit that, uh, the stalling German suplex, it's like, oh, that's how he ended it the last two times. Maybe this will be the end again. And then he kicks out. Mm. Definitely check out this match. But uh, the match that took place after that, we saw Kota Ibushi pick up the victory against Brian Kendrick. Um, and apparently something they didn't show was before this, um, Kendrick defeated Ibushi. With the countout, so oh. I don't know if that was like a mistake or something. That's interesting. Yeah, but uh, after this match, after Ibushi picked up the victory, uh, crowd they showed like they did like the rundown for next week and everything, and they showed the uh, maybe, maybe they just wanted uh, an alternative uh, just in case they wanted to go that route. I have no clue. I mean, maybe they just they didn't know which one they wanted to air for the finals, so they're like. You know what? Let's air Kendrick winning on one and Ibushi winning on the other. Yeah, but uh, well, well by, yeah, but uh, afterwards they showed the huge crowd reaction for Brian Kendrick and everyone was chanting. I think they were chanting "Thank you, Chance." Yeah, and uh, he he got emotional, started crying. Dan and Brian got in the ring, hugged him, also started crying. So it was cool, and now we know he's uh, he's headed to Monday Night Raw as per that. Preview video Thank of the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. Should be, should be interesting. There, yeah, there's a few people on that Cruiserweight Classic video, too. Tony Nese was in it. No, but he wasn't featured. No, he wasn't one of the names, but his 450 was in it. But he wasn't featured. Uh, hopefully he'll be in it. Yeah, hopefully he will be in it. But uh, now we're going to be moving on to a musical interlude coming at you from Downstate. Uh, the song is called Kingdom. It is Cody Rhodes' new theme song, and we'll be right back here on Marking Out.
little doozy that you just heard. That was called Kingdom, and that is performed by the band Downstate. You can go follow them on Twitter at Downstate Band. Uh, go check them out on Instagram, Apple, iTunes, all that fun stuff. Um, awesome, awesome music. That is Cody Rhodes' theme song. Well, I guess I would yeah. assume his theme song. Yeah, yeah that he's used on the Indies. Uh, but definitely go check it out. Go download it. Go yeah, purchase it. See them in concert. Purchase it from iTunes. And I don't even I don't know if they do concerts. Well, if they don't, they do. But I definitely, mean, definitely sure. purchase Kingdom on iTunes. And thank you to Downstate for allowing us to play it on the show. Uh, moving on to some independent wrestling results. You had Northeast Wrestling Rumble in Rockland take place in Pomona, New York on the 25th of August. Uh, Travis Gordon picked up the victory against Caleb Conley and Kamai Tachi. Ryback picked up the victory over Kenny Bangle. And Mandy Leone picked up the victory over Sumi Sukai. Matt Hardy picked up the victory against Vinny Marseglia, and the new tag team championships were on the line in a uh, three-way match. So over, the champions picked up the victory and defended the titles successfully against the amazing Graysons and Adrenaline Rush. And then the new heavyweight title was on the line as Hanson picked up the victory over Donovan Dijak. And a... Uh, Special guest referee was in this next match. The special guest referee was Ricky Steamboat. Cody Rhodes picked up the victory against Brian Anthony. Yeah, and Jeff Hardy and Jushin Thunderliger picked up the victory over Mike Bennett and TK Orion. Yeah. And then Ring of Honor, Field of Honor, took place on the 27th in New York City. Kushida picked up the victory over Dalton Castle. Bobby Fish defeated Evil. IWGP IC champion Michael Elgin defeated Donovan Dijak. The Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships were on the line in a gauntlet-style match. The champions, The Addiction, picked up the victory and successfully retained their titles against the teams like Chaos, Cheeseburger and Will Ferrara, um, Keith Lee and Shane Taylor, and the All Night Express. Also, uh, War Machine was in the match, as well as the Briscoes. Yeah, Bullet Club uh, picked up the victory over ACH, Leo Rush, and the Motor City Machine Guns. Kyla Raleigh also picked up the victory over Shibata. And the Ring of Honor World title was defended in a four-corner survival match. Adam Cole successfully retained the championship against Tanahashi, Jay Lethal, and Naito. Yeah, uh, Northeast uh, Wrestling, New Wrestling, Under the Stars Tour. Uh, it took place on the 26th in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. TK O'Reilly picked up the victory. Uh, TK O'Reilly picked up the victory over Travis Gordon. Caleb Conley defeated Keith Youngblood. Yushin Thunder Lager and Mandy Leone teamed up. Uh, Matt Hardy defeated Vinny Marseglia. Jerry the King Waller picked up the victory over Jake Manning. And uh, Cody Rhodes, uh, along with Eden Style, his wife, took on and defeated Michael Bennett. Uh, alongside his wife, Maria Canellis. Then Jeff Hardy picked up the victory over Brian Anthony. Uh, then the next day, uh, taking place the 27th, up in Wappingers Falls, New York, New Wrestling Under the Stars 5 took place a four-way elimination match. 
TKO Ryan defeated Caleb Conley, Travis... Caleb Conley, Travis Gordon, and Vinny Marseglia. Brian Anthony picked up the victory over Dan Demand. A six-man tag team match took place. Um, so over and Velvet Sky with Hornswoggle, or Swoggle, took on and defeated Jake Manning, Kamai Tachi, and Sumi Sakai. Jerry Lawler picked up the victory over Brooklyn Brawler. Uh, Matt Hardy alongside Rebby Sky and Senor Benjamin picked up the victory against Sammy Callahan. That's and something now straight out of uh, 2011, 12? Yeah, maybe. The now defeated Battle Brothers. Jeff Hardy picked up the victory against Jushin Thunder Liger. I wish I could have seen that match. And Cody Rhodes picked up the victory over Kurt Angle. Another match I wish I could have seen. Yeah. Also on the 27th, True Wrestling Fight for a Miracle took place in Danville, Pennsylvania. Danny Doran and Nunzio teamed up to defeat Ace Austin and AJ Evers. Stevie Shields defeated Jason Furious via disqualification. Mike Orlando defeated Sean Carr. Sammy Pandora picked up the win over Brittany Blake. Yeah, had Billy Gunn and Cross Fantasol defeat Aaron Anthony and Mark Hart. Action Ortiz defeated Rhino. Carlito and Travis Dorian team up to defeat the Cash Masters. The true title, best two out of three falls test tournament final match for the vacant championship took place, and Tony Deppin defeated Andy Harner. There also beyond battle of who care who could care less took place on the twenty eighth. In Providence, Rhode Island, the Crusade for Change picked up the victory over Fred, Peter Casa, Prince Apollo, Shinron, and the Black Baron. Unbelievable. Keith Lee defeated A.R. Fox. Uh, Chuck O'Neill defeated Dan Barry. John Gresham picked up the victory against Tracy Williams. Matt Riddle picked up the victory against Chris Dickinson. And Donovan Dijak defeated Tommy End. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Progress Chapter 35 on the 28th of August in Camden, England. I will continue to say Progress. British Strong Style, that's Pete Dune and Trent Steve, Trent Seven, defeated Damian Dune and Tyler Bate. Jack Gallagher defeated Eddie Dennis and El Liguero and Zach Gibson. The Progress Atlas title round, round robin tournament semifinal match. Joe Coffey defeated Dave Mastiff. Shane Strickland defeated Willow Spree. And the Progress World Championship was on the line. The champion Marty Skrull defeated Mark Andrews. Yeah, let's talk about some upcoming indie events. Taking place 9-9, Chaotic Wrestling, a night of Grand, Slam, of Grand Slams in Lowell, Massachusetts. Lowell, Massachusetts. CW Women's title is on the line. Davian is going to defend against Alexis Nevia, Mistress Belmont, and Thea Trinidad. Cam uh, Zagami and Robbie E. will be tagging up to take on Rhino and Brick Maystone. Austin Aries taking on Johnny Gargano and JT Dunn in a triple threat match. The CW New England title will be defended in a five-way scramble match. Adam Booker will be taking on Brandon Locke, as well as Scotty Slade, Sean Burke, and Travis Gordon. Hanson's going to take on Tommaso Ciampa with special referee Todd Sinclair. That's weird. 
Who's Todd Sinclair? Uh, the referee from Ring of Honor. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, Brian Fury will be taking on Cody Rhodes. Yeah, and then little Guido RBD and Tommy Dreamer will team up to take on the Mill City Hooligans. Also taking place on the 9th of September, you got Game Changer Wrestling Round Robin Challenge in Hasbrook Heights, New Jersey. Uh, the the GCW Heavyweight Championship will be on the line. The champion Kyle the Beast defends it against Azriel. Yeah, also the four teams that will compete in this uh, special event. Um, it's going to be GCW Tag Team Champions, the Hit Squad, EYFBO, the Dark City Fight Club, and Too Hot, Steve Scott, teaming up with Danny DeMato. Yeah. So go check them out. On the 10th of September, you got WrestlePro issue number eight taking place in Rahway, New Jersey. Um, is it Rahway, New Jersey? Yeah. CPA will be taking on Gredo. Cody Rhodes taking on Pebbuck. Kurt Hawkins will be taking on Kevin Matthews in one one last time. This is, uh, I think, Kurt Hawkins' like third to last independent booking. Fourth to last independent booking before WWE again. Hmm. Um, you got the Heavenly Bodies taking on the Taboo crew as well as uh, teaming up with Falaba over there. Yeah, Chris Avery, Quillen, take it uh, on Dave Destruction. The Wrestle Pro Championship will be on the line. The champion Anthony Bowens will be taking on Bobby Wayward. Yeah, Sanjay Dutt taking on Delroy Alexander and Craven Varro. Johnny Clash will be taking on Matt McIntosh. Habib Hasham Khan, uh, Khan is going to be taking on Dan Moff, Mario Bocaro, Chris Payne, Coke Bennett, and Alex Reynolds. And the winner is going to have a championship match at WrestlePro in November. Yeah. And what else do we have there? Uh, they are introducing a six-man tag team title which is going to be called the Trios Pro Championships. And instead of titles, they're going to be Olympic-style medals. Uh, the first-round qualifying Trios Pro match, it's going to be Nikos Rikos teaming up with Team España, taking on the Aesthetic Males. Yeah, so check out WrestlePro. Uh, also taking place on the 10th of September, you have Northeast Wrestling Destiny in Bethany, Connecticut. Uh, you're going to be seeing the Northeast Wrestling Triple Threat Championship match. The champion War King Hansen will be taking on TKO Ryan and Brian Anthony. Yeah, you also have Ricochet taking on Travis Gordon. Uh, what else do you got? You got the Northeast Wrestling Tag Team titles on the line. So over will be taking on Team Shazam. And so much more. Michael Bennett and a lot of uh, other good wrestlers. Vinny Marseglia, Chuck O'Neill. Go check them out. Um, Donovan Dijak. Uh, 910, women, uh, women superstars uncensored in Voorhees, New Jersey. You're going to be seeing Deanna Peraza taking on Mercedes Martinez. The WSU tag team titles on the line. The champions, the Fella Twins, will be taking on Bale Spin. Uh, spirit title on the line as Leva Bates take it on Sue Young. Making her return, right? Yeah. Uh, and the WSU world title will be on the line. The champion Cherry Bomb will be taking on Mia Yim. Yeah, also on the same date, same time, same place. Not the same time, but same place. CCW down with the sickness. Taking place. Uh, fatal four-way death match for the CCW world title. 
Uh, Matt Tremont, take it on Go Joe Gacy, Greg Excellent, and Jonathan Grisham. In a Chris Cash Memorial Ladder Match for the CZW Wired Championship, you have the champion, Leo Rush, defending the title against Joey Janela. Yeah, you also have the CZW Tag Titles on the line as the Hit Squad defend against TV Ready. And an opportunity, a CZW Opportunity 4-Way Match will be taking place against uh, between... Anthony Henry, Ryan Taylor, Joey Lynch, and Tony Deepin. Yeah, also on 9-10, WOW King of uh, New York 2016 taking place in Staten Island, New York. I have fast break. Uh, you can see the champion, Rude Boy Riley, taking on Ring of Honor star, Will Ferrara. What else? Uh, yeah, have Darius Carter defending his No Limits title against Joey B and Anything Goes grudge match. And then you have that tournament going on, the King of uh, King of New York tournament. The first round is going to consist of a four-way scramble match. Uh, four four-way four scramble. Yeah. yeah, four four-way scramble matches. And the winners will compete in um, two separate single matches. And then it's going to go all the way down, down the line. And then you're going to have your champion. Uh, well, you're going to have your King of New York. Some of the competitors are going to be Delirious, Nunzio, Mike Law, uh, Juba, Joey Ace, and so much more. Rex Lawless. Go check them out. Sunny Kiss, Tyler Murphy. Also, mm. 910, Evolve 68 in Deer Park, New York. Joey Styles is going to be in the house. The main event's going to be Johnny Gargano's last single match in Evolve. Uh, the Battle of Aces. Joey, uh, Johnny Gargano take it on Zack Sabre Jr. The Evolve Tag Team Champion, Drew Gulak. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> the Evolve well, you're good. You're tag... okay. You're okay. No, I'm not because the <laughs> Evolve Tag Team Champion Drew Galloway will be taking on Drew Gulak. Uh, also, tag... yeah, go on. Oh, no, after you. The Evolve Tag Team Champion uh, Dustin will be taking on Tracy Williams. Matt Riddle taking on Tony Nese and so much more. Dan Barry going to be in action. TJ Perkins. On 9-11, Creative Pro Wrestling Academy in Hicksville, New York, see the CAP Tag Team Title Tournament, the first round match. Going to be Alex's boys, Johnny Silver and Kyle Reynolds, taking on Massage and Envy, which uh, is Dorian Graves and VSK. The Also a first round match, Brian Myers and Swaggle will be teaming up to take on Johnny Clash and Mark Sterling, the faculty. Yeah, the other uh, first-round match is going to be the Breakfast Club taking on the Warren Cousins. And Duhop and Grimm taking on Joe ba uh, Bronson and Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. Mm, and the GWF Next Gen Championship will, will be on the line. The champion Sanjay Dutt will be taking on Alex Reynolds. Yeah, and then the title, the cap title is going to be on the line. Max Caster defending against Kevin Tibbs. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Evolve 69 in Woodside, Queens. Joey Styles again, will be there live. You're going to be seeing a tag team grudge match. Farewell to an icon. Johnny Gargano will be teaming up with Cody Rhodes to take on Evolve tag team champions uh, or champion Drew Galloway and Chris Hero. Yeah, Zack Sabre Jr. are going to be taking on Ricochet. Matt Riddle will be taking on TJ Perkins, and so many more people will be there. Drew Gulak, um, Evolve Tag Team Champion Dustin, Tracy Williams, Tony Nese, Ethan Page, so many more. 
Check it out. Yeah. In Wood Cyclings. And um, moving on, on to, to some outside the ring yeah. news. Uh, apparently, Bo Dallas was kicked off of a flight and arrested for public intoxication. I'm not too yeah. sure about this. Uh, he was said to be singing Circle of Life at the top of his lungs in the airport. For those of, hey. you, un- for those of you unfamiliar with Circle of Life, it's a song from Disney's hit Lion animated King. movie, The Lion King. Yeah. Uh, Randy Orton's supposed to take on Brock Lesnar at a house show in Chicago. So Interesting. Thank goodness we do not have to watch that live on yep. television or pay-per-view. Um, three more people announced or advertised, I should say, during Raw for the Cruiserweight division are Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, and Cedric Alexander. Yeah, gonna, bring him up. Huh? I was going to say it's very difficult not to say Ciampa. Yeah, I know. Uh, Ring of Honor announced that they're going to have a World Six-Man Tag Team Championship. Uh, this is going to be the first time in six years that the Ring of Honor has created a new title. Uh, the team's expected to compete in this tournament for those titles. going to be the Bullet Club, the Cabinet, uh, current World Tag Team Champions, the Addiction with uh, Kamachi, and so much more. So go check that out. Yeah, WWE 2K17's roster reveal was finally complete this week. Uh, It feels like camp is ending. Um, They announced Asuka, Bailey, Big Boss Man, Blake and Murphy, Cactus Jack, Do Love, Mankind, Dean Ambrose, Big Daddy Cool, Diesel, Dusty Rhodes, Goldust, Jack Swagger, John Cena, Kane, Kevin Owens, Lex Luger, Luke Harper, um, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Stone Cold, Undertaker, Vader, and uh, making his return to the WWE video game, Road Dog Jesse James. Um, super weird that now he's announced, and Billy Gunn's announced, and Shawn Michael and Triple H, obviously they're in the game. Where's X-Pac? Last, yeah, right. year, last year Road Dog wasn't in it, this year X-Pac isn't in it? I don't get it. Unless that, know. unless... I mean, they didn't announce any of the DLC yet, uh, aside from the Nakamura, Apollo Crews, and Nia Jax pack that I don't think is going to be part of the the big, uh, I don't know what they call it, I forget. Whatever they call it, the DLC mm-hmm. pack that they do. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. This roster, it's like, it's like disappointing at the same time as, like, cool. Because, like, yeah, it's cool that, like, they're copy and pasting all these people from last year's game. And and then, again, giving us, like, Razor Ramon and Diesel again. And uh, giving us Road Dog back yeah. from other games. But it sucks in the sense that, like, like I would have I would have liked to have Dustin Rhodes in the game. I would have liked to have Stevie Ray in the game. And a few other ones that didn't, just didn't make the cut, but... Nah, I'm happy Luke Harper's in it. I wonder what's what going that, on with it. What does him. that mean? I'm well, he's not. Why would he not be in it? I don't because know. Because he what's hasn't been on, on TV. It? I don't know. But it's like it's like where are like did they really have enough time from when Bad News Barrett left or when Sandow got released to to take them out of the game? How did they have time for that? I don't know. How does that stuff work? Are they going to be like hackable? Like are people like months when the game comes out? They're like, oh, guess what? Sandow is in the game, and I'm gonna be like, "Damn, I can't use Sandow because I don't, I can't hack or anything." Yeah, it sucks. Um, 
Yeah, so there's a rumor going around that Del Rio is done with WWE, and he had an early opt-out clause in his contract. Yeah, so, so whether whether or not that's whether or not that that's true, I have no clue. But uh, this is what we alluded to earlier, at least I alluded to earlier. Um, Kevin Owens' wife posted a video of his son, of their son, reacting to Kevin Owens winning the Universal Championship. And an ESPN radio host, I'm uh, not going to say his name, I guess, because that's what yeah. apparently he would like, uh, commented on For the Wins tweet, uh, which they tweeted out saying, eight-year-old son of Kevin Owens uh, was so overwhelmed about his dad's winning the uh, about his dad winning the title belt, and this ESPN reporter tweeted and like replied to it saying, "Until he found out it was scripted." Yeah, really, really crummy move. Yeah, by and, this reporter. Which Cody Rhodes then took to Twitter and said that WWE should be cutting ties with ESPN due to them basically making fun of a child. And then uh, cutting ties with TMZ also because they aired the, uh, they posted the 911 phone call back when Dusty Rhodes became ill and then later hospitalized and unfortunately after that passed away. So. It's, it's so awful. Yeah. yeah. And then this, this reporter is just like, it, it's just so crummy and lousy. Obviously, this guy, I don't know. He he's, must he's, not he's have absolutely, any- He's absolutely loving it, by the way. Oh yeah, he's getting so much attention, and like all this, like all the people are like, tweeting like negative tweets, and he's like, "Oh, this is great!" Like, "Oh, blah blah blah!" Like, oh, like just like inhaling it and just like, yeah, getting stronger. I mean, it's, like, I, I don't pathetic. get how you it's can, so pathetic. I don't get how you can insult uh, a company that you have ties with, right? But I don't, I don't get that. I don't, I don't either. And it's like, and to just like, it's like so juvenile to make fun of pro wrestling still. Oh, agree. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. You just and like, I don't it's know. It's stupid. It's cheap. Yeah. It's very cheap. And especially when you're going after a little kid, uh, it's also, even more stupid. By the way, with, in ties of TMZ, I watched, uh, you asked me last week if I've heard about Stranger Things for Netflix. Yeah, I watched half of an episode and I was feeling sleepy, so I I shut it off. Went back to it the, the like the next day and then watched the whole show. It's it's eight hours Dick long, me? I guess. It's like eight out. It's eight episodes, so each one is like around an hour. And I watched uh-huh. it all. And I, I thought it was phenomenal. Wow, I guess I really have to check this out. Yeah, it's kind I of it's like it's, to... yeah, it's kind of like Goonies, kind of like E. T. All right. Other movies, Sounds but but, cool. but the reason why I brought it up was to deal tie in with TMZ. Is I saw them, uh, they were like interviewing one of the kids on the street, and it's like they're just like pushing more and more questions out of the kid, and uh-huh. and his mother's like, oh, we have to go, we have to go, and like they're just like they keep pushing, like they're just like it's it's like as if they're trying to hang out and be like, oh, kid, like I'm on the same level as you, like I think you're so cool, type of thing, yeah. and it's like they're they're children. Yeah, leave them alone. I don't get it. I really, I don't get paparazzi. I really do not get that. Mm-hmm. I watched a video the other day of uh, paparazzi doing something with Kanye West, and Kanye West is like, "Dude, it's four a.m. Like you're outside of my house at four a.m. Don't ask me how I'm doing." Yeah, it's like, it's just, 
That's like the only time I'll ever, like in recent history, agree with Kanye. It's just like the craziest stuff, these paparazzi, like anything for a dollar. Yeah, just leave them alone. I don't get it. Leave them alone. Yeah, but uh, I guess staying on topic to Netflix, they announced some time ago that they will be having a series entitled Glow, which is based off of the all-female wrestling company back in the 80s under the same name, Glorious Ladies of Wrestling, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, they announced this week that uh, Chavo Guerrero, uh, well, I don't know if they announced it or it's just rumored that Chavo Guerrero is going to be a trainer for the, the show to help the actors um, acquire basic ring presence and stuff and knowledge about it before before they tape. But uh, they announced that Allison Bree is going to be in the lead role. You know her from yeah. Community. Uh- yeah, and yeah. Uh, Mark Marin will also star on the show, so that's pretty cool. I know you'll uh, you continue to say I don't know who that is, and I continue to talk about Mark Marin on the show. Yeah, I was about to say I don't know who he is. Yeah, he hosts a podcast as well, the WTF podcast. Uh huh. He has his own show on I IFC called Marin. He's funny. He's a cool comedian. Everyone should check him out. Not that he needs plugs from me, because who am I compared to mm-hmm. who he is? <laughs> But yeah. I'm looking forward to that Netflix show. Me too. Uh, in an effort to help find a cure for pediatric cancer, WWE announced the first ever Get the Gear, Give the Gear campaign, which is going to be beginning on Monday, September 5th, going through the end of the month, where fans can purchase bracelets and bandanas with 100% of the proceeds going towards Connor's Cure uh, in order to support the research for uh, the cancer research for pediatrics. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. So I assume you'll be able to go to live events and get the bandanas and bracelets as well as on WW Shop. So definitely yeah. definitely be on the lookout coming Monday. Probably, uh, yeah, just Monday. Check out WW Shop. Uh, WWE also announced this week that they will be having at the Air Canada Center in Toronto, Canada, uh, NXT TakeOver will be taking place Saturday, November 19th. With uh, Survivor Series happening that Sunday, the 20th. And Monday Night Raw will be taking place on the 21st. All in the same arena. Survivor Series weekend. Uh, just like SummerSlam. So I guess now um, WWE is going to have the takeovers. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming it'll be like SummerSlam. Well, they'll do the three days in a row at every arena. For, for mm. Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Sur- SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. I think that's something pretty awesome. But I'm still hoping that they add a fourth day to SummerSlam. I really hope that, man. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. But uh, moving on from that, any uh, shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. Go check out Raise the Strap at Raise the Strap. Uh, go check them out at uh, RaiseTheStrap.com. Also, thank you very much. Go follow Danny at Danny underscore Jurassi. Also at Rob Kimball Brand. Good old Rob over there. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Rob. Go check out John at Mr. John Faust. Thank you very much. And Zach at The PTE Show. Um, thank you everyone for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. Everyone listening right now should be following these people. 
That is the PTE show. Mr. John Faust, raise the strap, Rob Kimball brand, and Danny underscore Jirasi. And Montreal Broski. Yeah, and also go check out Montreal Broski, uh, good old Eric, at first thing in the uh, morning. Go subscribe to him on YouTube. Go check out Weekly Wrestling Podcast. Go listen to them and subscribe. Also, go check out Team Awesome 418 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You know, I have hey. to, I was gonna have, I was gonna say I have to tell you like now that you actually earlier in the show confirmed that there were children in the vicinity. Um, oh. If you had not confirmed that, I would have been scared this whole episode. Like, because this child, this child, has been yelling the whole episode. Yeah, maybe it's an angry child. I don't know. Hey, Brandon, it's time for your shout out. Shalom, Jay Silver here, and you're about to listen to my favorite part of the show, Brandon Shalom's. Oh, I mean Brandon shoutouts. First up is an anti shoutout going to Ecto Cooler. Oh, it's awful! It's absolutely disgusting, and I'm very glad that I never drank that as a child. I don't know how there's parents out there who buy that and say, "Oh, here, take this child." It was literally, it tastes like orange juice with like 17 scoops of sugar in it. Wow. I felt so, I felt so sick afterwards. It was like, I ate like, I don't know, 20 candy, orange candy sticks. That's, that's disappointing. Tell me about it. So what are you going to do with, what are you going to do with the other cans? Uh, that, it might show up in the future. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah, it might show up in the future. Well, if you, if you want to hold on to one can for me, I'll drink one. Yeah, well, you never know. Maybe. Who knows? Please, please. But uh, <laughs> moving on to the next one is a shout-out going to All Dressed Potato Chips. It's a Canadian thing, I guess. Um, I don't really know what's on them. I know it's like vinegar and maybe paprika and something else. They're they're good. They're like – it's almost as if like – it's like, almost like a barbecue type of chip but not. It's hard to describe. I don't know. But I, I, I had the opportunity to order them from Amazon, so I tried it, and I, I, I like them. And I Very would, cool. I would suggest that everyone else Any dip? Them. Any dip? No. Wait, you try any dip? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, of course I, I eat dip. Yes, not, but like, what am I? I'm not going to dip flavored chips into dip. Why not? What kind of flavored chips am I dipping into dip? I don't know. I've never had them before. You got to tell me. Paprika? I mean, it's like a it's like a barbecue type of flavor, but not. It's hard to mm. explain. I don't know. Barbecue flavor cheese. Yeah, the no. queso cheese. Yeah, no, I don't need to dip. I'm good on that. Sour cream. No, I'm definitely good on dipping. All right. But uh, last shout out goes to our Twitter followers. Uh, I just want to give a huge thank you to everyone for getting us uh, over the nine thousand follower gap. Yeah, thank you very much, everyone. Uh, we have finally done it, got over that 9,000. Now, let's just get us over 10,000. Yeah, it took, but, us, it took us five years to hit 9K. Uh, it died down after after the first 1,000. <laughs> but uh, So 16 years, we'll have about 15K, between 15 and uh, 18K. Maybe, yeah. But seriously, thanks to everybody that follows us. And uh, yeah. ever, and thank you even more so for interacting with us. And thank you even more so on top of that if you listen to the show and interact with us and follow us on Twitter. We greatly appreciate it. I greatly appreciate it. Dave I do too. definitely does. 
<laughs> and uh, I'm sure former guest hosts and former hosts of the show also appreciate it. So, so thank you from us to you. Uh, moving on to our our. Right hour mark out moment of the week. Dave, what do you got? What do I got? Let's see. I did mark out for the Lion Tamer. I marked out pretty hardcore for that. I also marked out this week because I went to uh, Travers Weekend at Saratoga. So I marked out Travers. What is Travers? What's Travers? Um, I don't know. It's just the name of the race. Oh, it's just a bunch of horses? Yeah, it's just the name of the race, like Belmont Racetrack and stuff like that. Oh, the name is... No, it's Saratoga Racetrack. Yeah, but the race is called Travers. Oh. But it it was really... It was a lot of fun. It was a great experience. It was fun. I would definitely go back. I did not win money. Did you eat? But, huh? Did you eat? Not there, No. <laughs> <laughs> Not there. I mean, it wasn't. The prices weren't too bad. What did they I have? Just like get, fast food, or no? I, I they have a Shake Shack, but I didn't really? get the yeah. I didn't get a chance to really walk around too much to find food because I was too busy like uh, hanging out and talking and then putting bets in and everything. Um, it's an upscale yeah. joint. I think I did. I think I bet money on a horse of uh, going by the name of Markin or Marking. Really. I, yeah, and you didn't, you didn't, you didn't think to put money on No Way Jose. No, no, didn't, didn't, uh, didn't come to me. You didn't, you didn't think to put any money on New Day. You know, I would have, but I just did not see it at the time. Um, yeah. What else? What, what other, else? What other horses else? raced? Uh, I don't know a lot. Dusty Rhodes. There, there 13, 13 races, I believe. 13 or 14 races. And you sat there for 13 races? or? No, nah, we got there probably at around noon or 1230. Uh, the 11th race, which was the actual Travers race, uh, race, went off at like 4, no, maybe 435, 530, something like that. Did you touch any horses? Uh, no. Nope, I did not touch any horses. Or but see I them did, or see them anywhere? I did see them. I got close to them, but I didn't touch any of them. You ever ride a horse before? Yes, I have. Have you? Uh, I mean, I believe I've been on a horse that was moving while I was on it. So then you did ride a horse. <laughs> I mean, I guess you would say that. I was like being like, there was like a leash or whatever. Like a so thing. it's the same thing. I wasn't like horseback riding. Eh, close enough. No. Um... Um, you have any uh, markout moments? Well, I guess uh, the biggest one was Mosh and Thrasher being uh, or being leaked that they were going to be on SmackDown. Yeah, that's pretty uh, cool. Yeah, I don't know much. Kevin tough. Owens, yeah, Universal Champion. I mean, that was a pretty heavy markout moment. Which there Kevin were Owens. there were reports coming out that KO didn't even know that was going to happen. It was just Triple H, Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins that knew. Really? So, yeah. So like the re- the reports were like that's why Mick Foley looked the way he looked and Stephanie looked the way she looked, as well as Kevin Owens and that. So I have no clue. That would be pretty interesting. 
I mean, if you look at their everyone's reactions, it's believable. But if you like, also tell me like, hey, it's pro wrestling, it's scripted. Yeah. Like I could also believe that in the sense that like, oh yeah, of course they knew that it was going to happen. Yeah, kind of like if an ESPN analyst uh, said that. But, yeah, but yeah. he said it in a negative connotation. I didn't. I know. I know he did. So, but that was our mark out moment of the week. That was our show this week. Thank you for tuning in to episode 291. If you would like to purchase some t-shirts of ours, you could go to prowrestlingtees.com slash out. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash out. Watch our videos on YouTube, youtube.com slash out 11 Follow us on Twitter at BTTG161 at DaveTheRave underscore M-O at MarkinOut. Also, feel free to check out our website for past and present episodes, MarkinOut.com. You can also catch that on Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and iTunes. Be sure to subscribe there. Slap us on a five-star review. We appreciate it. I also just want to give a quick thank you again to Downstate, at Downstate Band on Twitter, for letting us use their new song for Cody Rhodes' theme song, Kingdom. Check it out on iTunes as well. Uh, And uh, what else? Is there anything else to say? Yeah. We wish you the... Best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a fantastic Labor Day.